Hello everyone, welcome back to your absolute favorite podcast ever, Let's Do Some Living. This is your episode number 6 with your very own host Namrata and I am so excited and I say this every time but I really (laughs) am because I have my best friend with me and I will let her introduce her beautiful self. Hi guys, this is my first time ever doing a podcast or recording or anything but I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, as you know, your host Namrata is my best friend, and I guess I'm nothing special apart from like a fellow human being just trying to figure out life, so let's do this together. I love that, I love that. Okay, we're all trying to figure out life, so I love this so much, and guys, just a little background, she's the best friend that I, we have like the weirdest conversations and like serious conversations, so this one is going to be so insightful i can tell um (laughs) thank you but yes that was that and we don't have a name for this episode yet (laughs) you guys yeah you guys know the name before we do at this point we'll figure it out yes so with (laughs) all that said let's get started yeah okay so with this before we get into the whole topic of chaos we'll start with how we met and i want to i want to explain it from my perspective and then Tanj, i want you to explain okay. it from your perspective sounds good so when we met we were probably 17 i think mm-hmm. it was back in 2015 we met because you know we went to the same school we were in the same dorm for undergrad yes mm-hmm. and um we had the same circle. We never really talked to each other a whole lot. We didn't. Not in the beginning. No, mm-hmm. we were just like kind of existing. Yeah. I think we had that typical best friend of like you start hating each other. We didn't hate each other. We just like we just we're just there. Yeah, we didn't know each other. Yeah. But I don't know. Something changed. Yeah. I think what changed was that we realized that we're weird in the same way. Yeah. Not like, of course, not your kind of weird and not my kind of weird. Yeah. But we, ha- we share some weirdness. Yeah, we do share a lot of commonality. I think also we both kind of had like a similar upbringing like we grew Mm -hmm. up liking the same shows and we grew up liking the same stupid like jokes you know yeah you have the same kind of like humor where it's just it's not even funny like it's just unfunny humor yeah I think that's what we kind of started off having in common yeah I think it's definitely started with like us relating to each other yeah for sure and then that changed into you know like us talking more Mm -hmm. us meeting more yeah and then here we are (laughs) seven eight years later but um, yeah, I feel like looking back though, I could I don't think, um, and we guys we did not plan this at all. So this is really coming from my heart. I think looking back, I never would have thought that we would have stayed friends for this long. Like That's the first true. Year. Yeah, we yeah. had we had guys we had a huge friend circle when we started out. Like it's like I'm talking maybe 15, 16 people mm-hmm. all hanging out together. Yeah, and I know that makes us sound super social, but it's just because we've met these people. You know, yes. like it's not like we went out of our way to find them but we got lucky with the kind of friends that we found in undergrad I think it was just close-knit um but we weren't the closest like we Uh -uh. said starting off it just kind of happened but we had closer friends out of that group for sure like you had friends who you were much closer to I had friends that I was much closer to and we had Mm -hmm. our little like I hate to say it but clicks you know in that group yeah um but yeah I think like looking back for sure I never would have been like Namrata is the one that I'm going to take yeah. through life, you know, for sure, for sure. Yeah, also guys, just so you know, I, of course I say Namrata, and I know I've mentioned this <laughs> in the episode number three, but 
My name is Namrata. And my friends don't call me that either. No, so. I'm struggling. We have all the stupidest names for each other. Nimi, Nunu. So for her to call me Namrata, it's like it just threw me it's off for weird. a whole second. But, okay, so that was that was really how we met each other. And I think it turned into this, like, um, like family kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we, we're just, we call each other um, dictionary best friends. And that's because, you know, we, like, it's so basic what we have. But it's so beautiful in its own way. Like, yeah. We turn to each other. We, like, come to each other for comfort. We share funny stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, with that, we have to share the key story later on. Oh, my God. Guys, <laughs> yesterday was nuts. I don't know if you're interested in that story at all. But if you want to hear it, it'll out. come at the end. <laughs> yes. We had a little bit of an adventure. I don't know if you guys know about random nodding. Uh, we'll go, that's later. for a later time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, well, um... We're going to divide this into segments too, guys. So this was us kind of like explaining, you know, our background of friendship Mm -hmm. and how we came together. And um, the topic that I have today is just because we were talking about it too, we've grown up together. So um, really we've seen each other like go through difficult phases or like phases that you go through, you know, when you're adulting or learning how to adult. And um, it's just beautiful how it turned out for the both of us. Mm -hmm. And... That's kind of the topic that we're going to get into. So, if you're ready, PC, and I call her PC, <laughs> oh, no. we, can, we can start soon. You all, you don't get how excited I am for this like episode in general, because although we're best friends for like seven, eight years, but I feel like every time we meet and we talk to each other and ask each other like random questions, I feel like we learn a little bit more about each other we do and it's kind of nuts because it's not just like i learned this little fact about her like she likes this new drink like sure that happens but i think we end up talking about really deep things and find out a lot more about our personalities every time that we meet it's like you become more and more dimensional to me every time we meet and it's kind of nuts because you're right like we've known each other for seven or eight years but it's weird that we have so much that we still don't know about each other Mm -hmm. and like our core values and stuff like that yeah but yeah and that's so nice in a way because and I'm just gonna go off tangent here a little bit and it's like this goes back to something that I've talked in my previous episodes it's like if um you're not happy right now with a certain state or with how you your mental health is but I think from my experience like you can really build a lot of those things you can choose what values you want to have and what not and what you want to be known as and like what is your aura and I know that sounds very spiritual but it's like it's like what do you you know what do you stand for what do people remember you as and I think you can change that at any point. And I feel yeah. like for us, it's ever-changing. It's always changing. Yeah, it's for always sure. growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know that typical interview-style question where it's like, if you have three qualities about you, what would you say? Mm-hmm. And I did used to think that, yeah, you're kind of born with those qualities or that's kind of, like, ingrained in you based on how you grow up. But part of our big changes that we've had have been redefining those qualities into different things. So sure, maybe I'm like this happy-go-lucky person and that's might might be something that I've carried for a long time. But the way that I've expressed it has been really, really different. Like I've had phases where that happy-go-luckiness turns into like, let's spread joy everywhere I go versus let's turn something really terrible into something awesome and bring more positive outlooks on things. Like I think the way that I've manifested that into a personality has changed. And for you as well. Mm -hmm. 
so I think that's kind of where our versions come out. It's just like we have our core us, yeah. But then with all the experiences that we get and the parts of which ourselves that we choose that we want to show, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of we're tweaking that a little bit and kind yeah. of making a new recipe out of the same ingredients. For yeah, us. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, um, and I'm glad you said that because um, with this topic, I definitely wanted to keep a theme here. And the theme was, PC, I know I've told you this a lot, but it's like there's been a very clear change in you since, you know, since I knew you from freshman year or sophomore year Mm -hmm. into now, like a whole grown-ass adult, you know, doing (laughs) crazy things (laughs) and like being successful and whatnot. Yikes. (laughs) Those are like some big terms being thrown out, like grown-ass and success, very subjective. (laughs) Catch me tomorrow waking up right before work. Like, I cannot do this. I'm over it. I'm not like, yeah, yeah. but I I see what you're saying. Just just like a different me. Yeah. Yeah. And in my eyes, like you have changed, right? Like, and I know you see that too. So it's like, how do you feel like the, the change has impacted you the most? Like what change have you seen in yourself since the last year of school and now? Okay. So I first want to, I just thought of this and I want to preface it with like, A lot of the times when friends say you've changed, it comes with this like negative connotation, you know, and I think like, sure, if your friendship and your core relationship is changing in a negative way where you're maybe like not in touch or not able to be there for each other, maybe that's a negative change. But I don't think that a friend saying you've changed is a bad thing. thing. Like, it's just so natural for us to change. How are you not? How are you changing? Like how are yeah. you? Yeah, how are you going to grow if you're not changing? Yeah. Or what are you even learning from your experiences if you're yeah. not changing? Mm-mm. I think it should be that I've changed from three years that you've met me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't want to be the same person because yeah. I would hope that looking back, I've done something with my time. You know, yeah. that I've been able to change myself for the better and create mm-hmm. a better version of myself. Yeah. So I wanted to preface it with that because yeah, yeah there's a lot of fear with the term the change. change, especially yeah. with your personality, like. I love who I am right now, Mm -hmm. but I also have aspects of myself that I wish I could be better at, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't want the good parts of me to change. So when I say change, maybe, yeah, it's a little bit fearful that I don't want to become this terrible person in the future. But also, I do want to change a little bit. Like, I Mm -hmm. want to be more like my role models, you know? Um, And I want to be the most me possible yeah and I I think that's what we're talking about when we're saying change Change. for this episode yeah right and I love that you said that because it bought that's like one of my pet peeves you guys (laughs) when people text me saying you've changed I'm like thank you very much for saying that (laughs) because I can't I can't react to it the way they want me to react and I'm like I've changed and you should be proud of me Mm -hmm. that I've changed yeah and um with that being said like what is one change that you feel like in your personality has changed or helped you grow into this person that you are? Um, weirdly, it's kind of building up a wall for myself. So I, I think I started out when you met me having not very many inhibitions. Mm-hmm. And, but that also comes with like, not preserving myself, you know, like mm-hmm. I was very much a people pleaser. I wanted to do things for other people to be happy. I wanted to give my time to other people. I mm. wanted to be able to make everyone happy around me. Yeah. And that came at a lot of like a cost to myself because I didn't know who I was, mm-hmm. you know, 
For example, let's say that I have like 10 chocolates with me and there's like 12 people who come around and they're like, we all want some candy. Hey, can you give us some? Mm -hmm. I would give out those 10 and then spend my money for two extra and give them away. And I wouldn't preserve much of me for myself, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I thought that forcing myself to be generous and forcing myself to be a people pleaser was Mm -hmm. the best way to be a human being. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning that it wasn't, you know, because it was coming at so much of a cost. I couldn't do it on a daily basis and I'd get tired. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest change that I've made. So when I say putting up a wall, I mean Mm. like stopping when I'm giving too much of myself out and being able to give a little bit more time and love to myself. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And, And I feel like no one's ever said it that way. So it's great that you put it in those words because it's like, you know, usually people are like, oh, you have a wall around you. But it's like, no, I have a wall around me for my protection. That's self-care. That's like, mm-hmm. that's me knowing what I deserve and me knowing what I need to do for myself before you come in mm-hmm. the picture. Yeah. And I love that. It's like not a wall of, I don't want to open up. It's a wall of like, I am first for me. Yeah. And you know, and that's beautiful. In and a way. it's tough to find that balance too. Like how high should your wall be, you know? How mm-hmm. high should it be for you to still be selfless, for you to yeah. still give love to people and... Mm-hmm sometimes put someone else before you which I think is wonderful and lovely in relationships Mm -hmm. but also how do you do it in a way that you're not putting yourself down in the process yeah and I think I've also learned that the height of that wall is different for different people and for different relationships and maybe we'll go into that a little bit more Mm -hmm. um but I think I've also learned how to divide my time over people yeah that not everyone gets five minutes of my day and only five minutes of my day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's some relationships where there's a very high value add for me, where I gain energy out of those relationships. And those are the relationships that I want to cherish Mm -hmm. and that I want to put put efforts in. in. Yeah. Yeah, Because I feel that there's a two way street going on there, you know, Mm -hmm. versus I would have much higher walls up and not in a bad way that I wouldn't share aspects about myself, but just like, how much am I going to invest into this yeah. person? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit higher for other people because that's just not our relationship. You know, yeah. we just don't have that two-way street there yet. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You know, yeah. you can't be friends with everybody. You can't be in love with everybody. And I'm glad you said that because that's, again, your people, you know, the people pleaser coming yeah. in and saying that, like, should they deserve extra time? Like, mm-hmm. should they deserve equal time? No, they don't. Because yeah. they're not on the same page. And that makes sense. Yeah. And I love that you said that. I think the wall thing is so cute because I don't think I've ever heard it that way, but it's very insightful. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. I, like, I absolutely love everything you said so far because it's so, like, it's so thought-provoking. And again, like, I feel like on a daily life, you know, we're like, we're the goofy friends, you guys. So we are always, like, joking around, being silly, and but we have these moments where we want to talk about these things because it's so interesting just to like see the path that you're choosing for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to be there for you. And then I know that you want to be there for me. Yeah. And I did want to ask you one question. Okay. So with the change, I'm sure there was a lot of change in your relationships and mm-hmm. your perception of yourself yeah. and how you like, you know, like fed other relationships. Mm-hmm. And that includes like, you know, any relationship like work, family, siblings, or friends, or your like romantic relationship. Yeah. How do you think you were able to embrace that into like relationships and make them work for you instead of you working for them? Ooh, 
That's a tough question. Well, I think the first thing is I had to do a lot of like purging with relationships. And that sounds very terrible. Like I'm sacking people. But more just like, like how we were talking about earlier about that value add, right? I definitely was surrounded by some toxic relationships where it's not about the person. Mm -hmm. It's just that the way that we interact with each other was maybe codependent in Mm -hmm. a way. Um, But then also like, we weren't always positively there for each other. So Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example, right? Like, let's say that I did action A and then I go to this person and I say, hey, this is what I did today. And then they have this opinion about what I did and it's kind of slightly negative. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have shared this with them because now I feel terrible that I did this thing and it's slightly negative. When what I did was just like, just a, a thing. thing. It's a normal yeah. thing. Exactly. And but so, that's not the reaction you got. And that made you question things. Yeah. And then so like it's kind of this weird back and forth where I want to share things with this person but I can't. And then they have negative opinions but then they feel like they can't share it. And then so there's a lot that's unspoken. Mm-mm. You know. And then so we're not able to have honest conversations where we're able to correct each other. Yeah. You know. Instead we're amplifying the negatives mm-hmm. and where it's like the way we're bonding is by joking about other people, you know, or like criticizing other people. Mm -mm. And when we should be correcting ourselves and making the best versions out of ourselves with each other's help, instead there's just a lot of silence. And those kinds of relationships that I think I carried with me was what I needed to cut off first. They just needed to go for both of our benefits. Uh You know, it's like I valued everything that we had in our relationship in the past, but I don't think there was a lot to carry into the future. I think I needed to start from there so I could Mm -hmm. give more of my efforts to the relationships that were actually benefiting me. Yeah. Yeah. And benefiting me like, Not like I, it's a lot of take, but more Mm -hmm. like that's bringing the best versions out of myself, you know, where when I'm around this person, I feel positive, I feel Mm -hmm. energetic, and I feel like I'm more caring, I'm more loving, I Mm -hmm. don't have a lot of, you know, doubt and self-doubt and Mm -hmm. like worry about how things are coming across with them, you know, and I think those are relationships that I started putting more efforts into after that. Yeah. That is so cute. And also, guys, like, I feel like we know, like I said, we're, like, learning things about each other all the time. But this is something that I knew. Mm -hmm. And, like, the fact that you said with so much confidence (laughs) and just, like, embracing yourself, I was like, queen. (laughs) (laughs) I know know it might sound weird to you guys because you don't really have a lot of context because you haven't seen these relationships. But it's taken... And I think this has gone two ways where you've also had to give up some relationships. And when we say relationships, it's like friendships, family, romantic relationships too, that just you had to give up Mm -hmm. and that's hard to do, but you just need to do that to take the next step into your life. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I think one thing that I've seen in my experience is like change is good. Mm -hmm. Like you have to embrace the change. I know like it's always scary at first, but like, there's big changes coming for both of us in the future. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be crazy. It's going to be intense. It's going to be crazy and it's going to be stressful. But at the end of it, I think we're both going to be happy regardless. Mm-hmm. So, and I think why stress when you can just embrace the change and just like full on. Just yeah. Arms open. Just go into mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. And even when it comes to relationships, right? Like when we were talking about purging or the face of a relationship changing, it's scary because you don't want to end up lonely, you know? Like when I was changing the way that I interacted with people, which it wasn't overnight, but it was like the slow build in confidence for myself where I was like, 
I don't know that I want to put in so much efforts for someone else. Like I'm losing energy and I feel undervalued. Yeah. I feel unloved still, even mm-hmm. though I have so many friends because yeah. I don't feel like I'm getting the attention mm-hmm. or love that I want back or the yeah. efforts that I want back. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting a lot out there. Yeah. But I was worried because I didn't want to end up with no friends. Mm-hmm. So that there is a lot of Aww. fear and confidence mm-hmm. that you need to build up in yourself where it's like, it's yeah. okay if I'm lonely, but yeah. I need to have some sort of love for my myself too to say that if I can be happy with myself yeah then I'll be able to embrace change a little bit more you know so they're like all of the first five episodes that you were talking about Mm -hmm. which built up to your last episode of living alone yeah you know there's a process going on there as well to Mm -hmm. stop being a people pleaser because you need to love yourself before you know, you're able to figure out what relationships are the best for you. Yeah. And you need to be able to love yourself so that you can get rid of toxic relationships and not worry about being lonely. No, of course. And I feel like, I feel like it all starts with, I I think I've said this before in my previous episodes too, because I really always like in the back of my mind knew that I have to put myself first, but it's like hard in certain relationships. It's hard because they're asking for too much or like, you have to be there for your friend because, you know, they're upset or somebody else. You know, everybody has chaos going on. Yeah. And you have to be there. And, like, there's so little room left for you. And then um, I really thought that I loved myself before. But honestly, like, after the whole experience, I feel like this is a true love. Yeah. For myself. Yeah. Because I really do set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think it all, like, I know people at work call me crazy because I say <laughs> this word, like, a thousand times. But, like, you have to have boundaries. And it doesn't matter if it's your parents, your siblings, your friends, your best friend. I don't care. But you have to have boundaries Mm -hmm. to have your time. Yeah. Just for you. For self-preservation. Yeah. You know, like, you need to be able to recuperate after a long day, for example. Let's say you have a terrible day at work and then you come back and this person expects you to be there for them nonstop. Mm -hmm. I'll be there for you. But I can't do it at the cost of myself Mm 24-7. So, it does... You also do need to be able it's to... It's a give and take. It is a give and take, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the amount that you need to be able to love yourself, that other person needs to be able to love themselves too. Yeah. Because when you can't mm-hmm. be there for them, yeah. you know, then... Which is something that I'm still working on too, yeah. right? Like in my relationships right now, mm-hmm. I definitely have some relationships where I depend on that person so much where if mm-hmm. I'm not able to talk to them about some stress that I have, mm-hmm. then I feel a little bit lost. But that's still yeah. something I need to actively work on, right? I can't be dependent yeah. on this person 24 because yeah. I need to be able to give them some of them too you know yeah. and I love that you said that because we're always like and I know this sounds dramatic but we're always going to be working art like mm-hmm. you know we're always going to be like work in progress mm-hmm. and it's never like yes I'm perfect now but yeah. it's like it's just like that beauty that journey of like you figuring out more things learning about yourself learning about your friends mm-hmm. and it's so cool like yeah. it just I hope it doesn't sound as make it sound boring. <laughs> no, like, no, we're not like this these. This is cool, you guys. This is like we're not these wannabe philosophers <laughs> who are like meeting every day and just talking about life. Yes. No, but this is like just our everyday. Yeah. Because I think it comes with like a little bit of introspection. I think that's all that it is. You know, yeah. it's like when something difficult happens, you could jump and move on which is sometimes you need that. You need to just be able to sleep on things, forget about it and move on. Yeah. But I think sometimes you need to be able to look back and be like, how could I have done this differently? Yeah. You know, could I have been a little more empathetic to myself? Yes. Could I have given this person more space? Could I have yeah. given some time for the situation to settle down a little bit? Yeah. Or 
is what's going wrong just that it's wrong yeah you know no I and like that. I think that's why we end up talking about this stuff a lot because yeah. we force each other to do some soul searching and we no, good. catch ourselves when we're yeah. wrong you know mm-hmm. like if I see you messing up I'll you're tell you you're that. messing up you're and like, we're gonna have three hours of a conversation of like how dare you and then we're like not yeah, gonna message for a little bit and then we'll be like hey so you're like yeah you were right <laughs> yeah exactly but you're like so dot 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 no but I love I actually love that you said that too because this was in my mind um and I read it somewhere like in one of the books um and it said like if you find yourself going through similar situations again and again, yeah, it's like life is trying to teach you something. Mm-hmm. And if you keep missing the freaking lesson, it'll come back to you. And I feel like I kept missing the lesson for a long time mm-hmm. until I was just like, dang it, I just need to like go straight through. Yeah. And I need to like answer these questions for me because I, I'm like not a very feelings person to others, mm-hmm. but I realize I'm a, I am a softie. Yeah. Like I am a softie. Can't be doing I, this podcast yes. without being a softie, can you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that goes without saying. I, I need love and I need to give love. That's yeah. just, that's me. It's like, I can't finish a sentence without saying, I love you. <laughs> that's just weird. But it's, you know, it's like, I... Hey, need, do you want boba? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I... I do have so much love and I feel like after going through difficult situations, I feel like I would always close up. I'd be like, no, I need to be tougher. I need to be this. I need to be that. But I feel like, and I read this again somewhere. I read so (laughs) many books, guys. This is a new me. But um, (laughs) again, the books, the sentence said that, um, shoot, I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. That's some good book reading going on. That's some good soul searching. <laughs> Wait, what was it talking about? Going a new me, Shoot. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention. No, I just started laughing and then <laughs> no. I forgot. No, I think I read something and it was like, don't let a difficult situation make you into something that you're not. Yeah. And at the core, I feel like I'm not the kind of person who wants to hate. I'm not the kind of person who wants to be like, yes, I'm a savage. Like, I hate you. And you, you like effed me over I'm gonna eff you over yeah. you know, that's not me and I feel like I had to accept that at least with the lessons that I was focusing mm-hmm. on this time I like no I'm gonna remain soft at heart I st- I'm open to like you know I literally love yeah. things I love people I love animals I love like trees <laughs> I'll walk around and like snails were my favorite at some point <laughs> and I get emotionally attached to things yeah and it's like embracing those changes in you mm-hmm. I feel like before that I used to be like I'm a baddie. Yeah, embracing those aspects of you, totally. Because, like, when we're talking about being tough, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To give you a little bit more context or, like, an example, let's say that Namrata and I had a fight. Nimi and I had a fight. There you go. Mm -hmm. Let's say that Nimi and I had a fight, right? And I look back and I'm like, I wouldn't have been so hurt with this fight or I wouldn't be so hurt with her not talking to me if I was just a little bit tougher, I know deep down that being tough is not me, that Mm -hmm. I need communication, that space helps, but Mm -hmm. silence doesn't for me, you know, Mm -hmm. and I need communication. So if I'm forcing this thing of like, give her time, 
tell her that it's okay, and then just let it slide. Yeah. That's not me. I yeah. need to address the Why situation would you bring this at hand. This I, is so old. No, no, no. I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing yeah. it up because I want to give the listeners a little more context to like yeah. what it is about being able to embrace who you are, yeah. but also embracing change. So I yeah. realized the change that I needed was not me being tough. The yeah. change that I needed was communicating a little bit more that like hey I need to communicate this yeah I need to be able to talk about this with you I understand you need space I'll give you your space but I want to know that that we can revisit it yeah exactly so it's like it's not the problem wasn't that I wasn't being who she wanted to be Mm -mm. me to be the problem was that I I wasn't you guys (laughs) no 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 and this is listen this is all like hypothetical right this Mm -hmm. is a hypothetical and I'm saying with Nimi because you know who she is. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. say no, other no, people's names. Yeah. Right? But like I think the problem wasn't being tough. So the problem isn't ever that it you're not being someone else. Yeah. You know? The mm-hmm. problem isn't that you need to change your personality. The problem is that you're yeah. not telling embracing people what you need you also. Are. You're not yes. fully embracing what you yeah. need. And I think when you're able to embrace who you are fully and what yeah. you need, mm-hmm. you're able to determine more of like, does this what, relationship need that purge? Yes. You know, do I need to just toss this out because it's not working for both of us and this yeah. is negative? Exactly. Or do I need to like put in a little bit more efforts yeah. for this to be a truer relationship? Yeah. You know? Ah, I love this so much, you guys. <laughs> love everything we've talked about so far but you guys i know you've heard my episode five if you haven't go back and listen to it not episode five episode four i think um but it's like you know how you said we have to embrace who we are mm-hmm. i want to ask you you know how you said we have to embrace who we are mm. and i've not never asked you this question but how did you get to learn like who you are how did you get to that piece like how did you answer that question for yourself who i am dang well, you know what? The first time that I thought of it the right way was when I listened to your podcast episode <laughs> of like, how would you define yourself to other people? I think that was the first time that I had to sit and be like, who am I? Yeah. You know, I don't think that it was ever this me sitting down, writing down who I am yeah. kind of process. And I I have written in diaries before and journals before, but that wasn't always what I something that I did so it was something that was like a very abstract process for me Mm -hmm. to figure out yeah who I am yeah I think I I started out looking at myself through other people's eyes and being like this person says I'm funny this person says that I'm kind this Mm -hmm. person says I'm hardworking. yeah so that's what I want to be that's who I am am. right Mm -hmm. so I started out thinking that who I was was what other people saw of me Mm-mm. and then when I when it came to like bad relationships or what other people saw I was like you are selfish or you oh, don't yeah. work hard enough or like, like you just- aren't as pretty as I want you to be or you know like things mm-hmm. like that that are just super mm-hmm. negative but subjective to the other person yeah. I started defining myself by that so oh, I think it yeah. started out really with me needing to realize that I'm not an image to other people right right like mm-hmm. I am 
my I actions, you know, like yes. I'm, I'm how I deal with things. Of I'm course. how, I'm what I think when I'm in a closed room. Like mm-hmm. the real true me is if I have nothing in the room, no distractions and I'm in a closed room, mm-hmm. how I react to situations. Yeah. So I needed to, again, it's like that aspect of introspection where you mm-hmm. go through things that have happened and look back yeah. and like, I acted angry that day, but am I an angry person? It didn't Mm -hmm. feel like me. Yeah. You know, it didn't feel like who I wanted to be. It didn't feel natural. Mm -hmm. Like me screaming doesn't feel right to me. Right. You know, I'm a crier. I'm not a screamer. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not someone who's going to stand in front of this mic and yell at somebody. I don't Mm -hmm. like doing that. You know, even if I did it, that's Mm -hmm. not me. Yeah. I think finding who I really was and who I wanted to be was what felt the most right to me. What moments felt the most right to me? Mm -hmm. You know, like when was I with someone talking about things and not having to think, you know, not having to filter? Mm -hmm. When did it feel flowy? Like I'm just a river, you know, starting from somewhere, not really ending anywhere specific, but it just feels right. Like I'm just going with the flow and I'm going in this direction that Mm -hmm. life is taking me in, you know, but that feels very abstract, I know, and hard to grasp, but I needed to find who I was by recognizing at what moments and with Mm -hmm. what people it felt right. Right. And yeah. that's where I found who I was, not yeah. with how other people said I was. Yeah. You know? And that's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, I don't think you've ever said it to me that way. Yeah. And I don't. that's because I've never asked her this question, like I said. But that is so cute. That is so... I'm back. I want to give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute, though. That is actually... Uh, it touches my heart. But it's like, um, you know, I feel like for me where it started was, and I don't think I've shared this in any of the podcast episodes so far, but I'm, like, pretty open to talking about it. We know, like, you know what relationship I've been through, Mm -hmm. um, a romantic one. And um, I was too young when I got into that relationship, and that's all I did for, like, what, four years, you know? So that's something that I, that that was the main thing that I knew. Mm -hmm. And I think when it ended, I was in the space where I was like, who am I? You know, like, what do I like? Do I really like eating this or was I just eating it because, because that's that was our thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was in this constant like confusion, like who am I? Like who what do I like to eat? What do I like to do? Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds so silly because it's like what kind of person yeah. doesn't know what they like, you mm-hmm. know? But I was in that spot and it like hurt at first. Yeah. But it gave me that like boost of energy later when I could just like pick and choose of what like sounds right to me and like yeah. it sounds like me to me mm-hmm. and and um and the book that I was referring to before one of my favorite poems from that book it's um like the first sentence says like always remain soft if that's who you are yeah and that's I love that. that's just like that's what stuck with me because mm-hmm. it's like I know like kindness is like something that I always admired about yeah. people so that's me Okay, you guys, I feel like we've been talking forever, and thank you for being here. I know I forgot to say this in the intro, but if you were coming back to my episode number six, I am so grateful for you guys, Um, and if you are new and you chose to spend time with me and my best friend here, I love that so much, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, To wrap up this episode, this Mm -hmm. intense and just wholesome episode, I do want to ask you one question. And that is, what would you say to your younger self knowing everything you know now? Oh, that's so tough. (laughs) So much. (laughs) I think, like, I would, 
I think first of all, I would want to say like, it's gonna be okay. Like everything's gonna be okay. Just mm-hmm. let things run its course. Yeah. You know, like stop trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like give in a little bit. Yeah. Like lean into things. But mm-hmm. then also, I think really just love yourself and that sounds very very cliche very very general Uh but like you know build a little bit of a pedestal for yourself and put yourself on the wall you know exactly like build that wall and it's a wall of like love for you yeah a wall of bricks for others yeah exactly love for you and i don't know how to say it in a not cliche way but i think like self-preservation is important and I think I would want to tell my past self that like everyone's opinions matter but not as much as As you think right now yeah not as much as your own for yourself you know like Mm -hmm. be you please be you stop trying to be someone else Mm -hmm. at any given time you know just Mm -hmm. be yourself and that's when the best things will come along because then things feel right things Mm -hmm. feel fun you know oh I love that yeah (laughs) and I feel like I think I don't know, it's weird. I feel like everybody goes through these similar situations, but we all come out the other way, you know, like learning different things that we have to mm-hmm. learn. And it's so wholesome to me because I'm always the kind of person who wants to like view the world from a third, I don't know, vision, as, like, <laughs> wa- as if I'm watching a movie or something. But it's like so cute to see like somebody finish like a cycle. And, um, and the reason why I say a cycle is like, you know, when you're going through one thing, you're coming out of that thing, learning something. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that whole period was a cycle for you. Like, you know, you finished something. And at the end of it, and I even remember saying this to you, that I saw such a big change because you would literally, like, excuse people for everything. They would walk, like, yeah. you know, they, there was so much that you would just let go because you were like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just understanding. That's yeah. you. I would defend people without them defending themselves. You yeah. know? Literally. And they would not in a heartbeat, like, certain people if not in a heartbeat like, yeah ever, I would like, assume they've you. apologized without them apologizing yeah you know mm-hmm. like I would have conversations with people without the other person being in the room yeah yeah you know, I think that is that is so true though I think that's like one of my mottos too like everything's gonna be okay and that's what I always think I'm like whenever I'm going through something difficult I'm like three months from now I'm going to be okay yeah so regardless let's just have fun right now you right? know right and literally, like, the only picture that comes to my mind is, like, me standing on a mountain with my arms open. It's like, <laughs> just come at me, dude. That's your power? You know? Yes. Wow. That's interesting. Your power is, like, when you're at a mountain, like, in this free area. And yeah. my power is just, like, looking in a mirror and smiling at myself. Oh, you know? yeah. Like, just looking at and myself. And look at that. that. That says so much about it. It's so stuff. telling. Like, like you and about me yeah like Like, your journey has been to become free yes and my journey has been to be like love love myself oh my gosh (laughs) ah my heart this is so cute okay i love that no thank you pt for being here i know thanks for having me i was like guys i texted her like a month ago and i was like please we have to do it and she was like more than down and i love that so much and i know she's into podcasts as well um, we have like different tastes in podcasts. Um, you know, I'm very yeah. like, I love following people who are like um, going through similar journeys as I am. So I think and mine is like true crime <laughs> horror podcast. Oh Before we end, can we talk about the key story? And can you say that for me? Oh, we okay, the key story. You know what? I worry that we're gonna say the story, and others are gonna be like, "This was so overhyped up." <laughs> you guys. Okay. 
It is the movie of the century. <laughs> like, if they made it into a movie, no. you would watch it. <laughs> You're really selling this. Okay, so yesterday we went on a little bit of adventure. Both of us like to explore new places, and we found this app called Randonautica. I know we're really, really late to the game. Like, this is a two years ago kind of thing. Um, but if you haven't heard this podcast, please go listen. It's called And That's Why We Drink. That's the best horror, best true crime podcast I've ever listened to. But they did this episode on this thing called Random Nodding where apparently the app will create like these random high energy, quote unquote high energy coordinates where if you go to those coordinates, then it'll like manifest something for you. And you have to go there with some intentions. So we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's Uh see what's there. So we did it and we put an intention of like buying something new. (laughs) Like, we wanted to buy something cute. So we're like, okay, let's do it. So we went to these uh, coordinates, and it took us to, like, this really expansive, beautiful, like, somewhere, nowhere, you know, kind of field. And it was, like, these almond blossoms or whatever. But it was just, like, in the middle of nowhere. Um, So we drove there, just, like, parked our car on the side of the highway and went into these fields. And we were, like, going inside, taking pictures. Simba was so happy being there, (laughs) eating, like, all these twigs. And we Uh had, like, the best time. We're like, okay, well, this is just a boring, like, barren field. Not barren, but, like, it's just a field with trees. We just took pictures. We just took pictures. And we're like, okay, there's nothing to buy here. So So we're not working, but we had fun. So we'll go. Uh (laughs) We drove away. And then we did, like, maybe two or three more coordinates and then we're like let's go to Walgreens let's go buy some stuff now a few hours have passed by now and it's starting to get dark it's like pitch black it's pitch black and then winter too yeah it gets dark it's really cold really dark Mm -mm. and our phones are almost dying so we're like it's time to go home (laughs) we come to the step of the door and we don't have our keys. So we obviously, in and our guys, wonderful nature, I, we're like laughing and we're like, oh, this buying something cute is yeah. a new set of keys. I know. I do want to interrupt. It's like we have, I for my apartment, I have one key. I do not have copies. I have <laughs> one key that gets me inside my home. And this that, is not the first time she's locked herself out of her house. So it is a big thing that she has only one key because I really gave her a look yesterday. Like, did you not? Are you serious? Is there no second key? Are you kidding me? After you've already locked yourself out of your apartment? After this has happened to you before? Yes. No, I'm that person, you guys. And that one key is surviving on one tiny keychain <laughs> that you can never find. If it gets lost in a field again, I don't think there's like it. it's there's not really a key ch- there's no keychain there. It's like it's literally a chain. Like a chain for a key. There's yes. no there's not there's no like bob at the end nothing. You uh-huh. can't it's so hard to recognize. It's just a key. Like literally it's a soul key. I don't understand how she has just one key to her apartment just as a soul key <laughs> hanging on this random chain. But okay, so we're like what do we do now? And I said maybe we should just try to see at the fields and it's like yeah. almost sundown starting to get dark yeah so like okay let's go really quick before mm-hmm. it gets really dark and we call the locksmith and just had a backup plan like yeah. worst case scenario we'll call we the locksmith we yeah. can't find the key so we didn't know how to go back to those coordinates it was already like it was a random coordinate generator <laughs> you guys so we had to retrace our steps so we opened google maps my oh phone my is God. dead by now her phone is at like 20 30 percent and we didn't have a charger with us because everything is locked in the house so so we 
So we drove back and we were like retracing our steps and we're like, okay, this is the field where we were at. Let's enter maybe from the same place. We found field. We go inside and by now it's pitch black. Now this is where our really bad decision making happens where we're just two like tiny five feet tall Both, girls yes. going into this dark field of yeah. almond okay, blossoms. Okay, you have to p- paint the picture. It's like, okay, <laughs> Modesto. Uh, sorry, so I live in Modesto and it's a like very agriculture town um just fields of agriculture everywhere and it's like we're on the highway we literally park one like (laughs) one tiny car like my kia car we park it on the side we get inside the field there's a dog howling and barking from the side um luckily it wasn't a private property that would have been a real big problem it was like a public property it was okay for us to be in the field it was just dark and like shady Mm -hmm. but okay so we go into the field and we have like this really dim she has a really old phone you guys so it's like a dim torch almost out of battery so she's on like i think she was on power saving mode Mm -hmm. i don't have my phone so we just have this one and simba is luckily with us okay that was one good thing that we had simba could protect us from anything But he is not a search dog. No, he'll just bite everything in sight. So we're walking and we're trying to retrace our steps. We go deep into the field where we were taking pictures. We could not find the keys. So we're like, okay, we can't stay here longer. We need to mm-hmm. leave. So we yeah. leave. We're about to get into the car and we're like, let's just take one last look where we near where we parked the car. Mm-hmm. We already checked there, but we didn't see yeah. anything. So we're just like, before we leave, we'll check again. It's fine. We're near the highway, yeah. so we're not super unsafe. And this we, is where it helps to like know yourself because I was telling her, I was like, I was in a rush. I'm sure if I dropped it, I dropped it when I was in a yeah, rush. Yeah, she was like, I was in a rush. I had taken off my jacket. My keys were in the jacket, so maybe it's over here. So she knew that, like, when she's in a rush and she's being chaotic, that's when she's going to lose things. So we start looking, and we saw this tiny chain with a key on it. Oh, my God. That was – when we that found that key, we were like, we could achieve anything in this planet. We were like, we can manifest things. We can, like, make shit – happen you yeah. know like we could be the president if we wanted to <laughs> yesterday we could have <laughs> we could have done anything yesterday if we can find that key there's nothing stopping us from doing whatever we want i love that story so much <laughs> and i'm glad we shared it because i was like it has to be like it just be known into history it has to be known that, and yeah. this puts me at peace because it is known to yeah. you guys we found listening. a needle in a haystack but also that needle is the only way we can get inside the house. <laughs> so we slept in our home. <laughs> we did. We got to sleep at home. We got to have a few drinks. And we got yeah. to record the podcast today for yeah. you. Well, again, thank you, PC, for being here. Thank I you for having this me. so much. And um, thank you guys for listening as well. I love you guys so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.